Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? So here we are, man, with another episode of the Wholesaling Blueprint. I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Heriberto Pando. And I'm Terrence Arberta. And today we're going to be talking about real estate, life, and everything below that, above that, etc. Eddie, how you doing, my man? Oh, amazing, man. How about yourself, brother? Really good, bro. It's been a long time since we did the one-on-one. Yes, sir, man. You know, we, we were just sitting here talking about uh, life. We were talking about business. And, sir. you know, it brought up an interesting topic. You were talking about evolution. Yeah. You were talking about the evolution of your business and you're like, you know, who you are today. You know, a year ago, you weren't that person. Correct. correct. You know, and, and, and things just start to kind of snowball in that conversation. And I feel like that's a great place to start. So, Eddie... Fire off, bro. Like, what were you talking about? What direction were you going? What were you meaning by that, etc.? Yes, sir. That's a really good question, Ted. So, yeah. man, when I have the one-on-ones with, with, with my sales guys, yeah. one thing that we talk about is, you know, how I can get them to the next level, mm-hmm. right? We kind of set up their goals and we work backwards from there, right? So, let's just say, you know, the basic one, when they first come in, is what? 100K. Yeah. Right? That's what, every, that's what every sales agent says. Uh, so, so, we work backwards from there. And the number one thing I tell them is you have to become that. 100k person yeah right yeah so we kind of trace it down to the habits right so what are the habits that this person has what are the who are the people that they talk to who are they connect who are their connections yeah what, what kind of thoughts do they have yeah. what kind of books have they read and we kind of work backwards from there and that's a whole different person so uh, we were talking about tesla tesla a year ago is a whole different person than tesla right now 100 with all the books that you read the different connections that you made Everything like that. So we evolve probably every six months, um, year. It just depends on, on how you how you compound that evolution and how fast. You know, there'll be some periods where it can be a three months time. Yeah. Or you'll be a whole different person from, you know, three months ago. It could be some, you know, longer a year or six months. Yeah. I think, you know, you talked about it depends on the compounding or, or how it happens, right? Yes, sir. I think that goes back to a really big word, and that's intentionality. When talking about evolving, you have to be intentional, right? Because yes, some people stay the same. You know, so like for twenty years. For twenty years. Right? <laughs> so you know, you know, I, I you know, the the proper message when talking about evolution and talking about being a person to go to the next level, right? You have to be intentional about it. You you have to be intentional about reading books. You have to be intentional about getting in the right room, spending money for mentorships, uh, getting around communities, or being around next level guys who actually impact your life. Yes, sir. You know, it cost me $35,000 in order to have an interaction with Carlos. It wasn't me paying him 35K, but you remember we were out in Florida, yes, right? We were in Florida, joined the mastermind. What I didn't know when you joined the mastermind, you also got an invite to in my let's house. Right? Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know Ed Milet was there. Truth be told, I didn't even know who Ed Milet was. Oh, like, they was like, oh yeah, you get this book and you also get invited to this dude's house. I was like, okay, cool. You know, whatever. Like, what is this? <laughs> you know? Because yeah. I had just started coaching. So yeah. I was like, okay, okay, bet. So I dropped 35K, got a cool backpack, and got into a, got into a mastermind. Um, but after that, what happened is that because I made that commitment, that was the most money I've ever invested into any type of mentor. You know, right? But I was able to make next level connections. I met Tim Harridge, the billionaire, the guy who uh, owns a, a, a private money lending company out, oh, in, out in Texas. Yeah. Bro, in that group, they actually have a, uh, it's called the boardroom. They have the boardroom billionaires. So it's like all these guys are billionaires. It's like 15 of them. And all of mm. them are just all in real estate or they do something different and they bring different things to the thing. But long story short, because I, I was able to go to my Let's house, 
Carlos was there on a whole different tip. He was there just to uh, interact with MILE, you know, and he spent a lot more money than I did to be in that room. We're about the same. He bought a whole lot of new books, MILE's new book. Yeah. Power of One More. So anyway, because of that, because I was, you know, willing to invest in myself, I was able to be in the room and, and, and click with that dude. But it goes back to the intentionality. I was intentional about, you know, spending the money. You're intentional about evolving. And I feel like most people just aren't intentional with it, bro. Yeah. So let me ask you this. With that being the case, what do you think are like three three great things a person can go out and do to be intentional about about evolving? That's a really good question. So three things that they can do to be intentional yep, about, right? about evolving. The number one thing is have guidance. Okay. Right? Yep. So I don't know if you've seen the, the video that that I posted yeah, on, good. on with, with coaching, right? Yep. So a lot of people Number one thing about coaching, right? A lot of people get a misconception and, and think too much of the cost or things like that, right? I spent ten thousand for the mastermind. Yep. The return that I got on the investment is insane, right? So not don't think about what you spend, but what you receive in return. Yeah. On the difference, right? So number one is guidance, right? Because the guidance can help you on the second on the second question on the second way. Yeah. Right. The second thing <clears throat> is to have a plan. Yeah. And know what you got to do to get to the next level. Right, so how we're just talking about the sales agents, the 100K, right? With somebody who has been it, you can you can you can guide somebody to that yeah. easily because you can just tell them the habits that you that you had and the person you became in order to be that 100K person, 100%. right? And there'll be difference from that 100K to 200 to 300, and it's like different levels of of evolving. Yeah, and the third one to be intentional, man, I would say to just have the discipline. To follow through and, you know, of course, you know, when you have the coaching, you're going to have somebody to help, you know, guide you and, and hold you accountable. Yeah. But really, it, you got to want it. You got to have the discipline and really want it because, you know, you can help a student and they can tell you, hey, I want to make 100K. I'm going to, you know, do this, this and that. Yeah. But if they're not putting in the effort and really it comes down to they don't have the discipline or probably belief in themselves or whatever, whatever the, the, the pain that they have, you can't help them get there, man, no matter what. Yeah. I think that's fire, bro. Um, you know, um, yeah. So, you know, we're talking about evolution. Talk about being intentional with the evolution. What do you think? What do you think are? We talked about the three things you can go out and do. What do you think is one thing that has 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 led to your fast track of success? If it, if it's not mentorship, what else? What else would you put out there? I would say. I would just say to. The consistency, yeah, the consistency to to do to do everything that I have to do, the habits that I have to have, and, and also you know to be intentional, yeah, right. I know what I want to do, and in order to do this, I have to do these things, and not not breaking those habits, yeah, like having to do you know all the habits that I have to do in a, in a daily basis and continually do it, right? Because some people will do it for a week, a month, a quarter, six months, yeah, you know, and have big breaks in between, and then fall off after, and then come back, you know, six months later. Or things like that, give up, come back. And really, I guess the the consistency is what creates the compound interest and keeps you going where, you know, the growth just, you know, it's like a snowball effect. 100%. It just grows and grows and grows the more you do it. And it's, yeah. you know, harder at first and it just gets easier as you go. Yeah. I love it, bro. I love it. I think that, you know, when you talk about the intentionality and you talk about what it takes, um, a lot of people see you. Um, and see me and they see people that, that, that they're like, okay, you know, um, it's possible, right? Uh, and that's a great mindset to have. But I think oftentimes people have a misconception of what it actually takes. Yes. Like 
there's there's a lot of times where I don't feel like doing what people applaud. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it was uh, Russ, you know, artist named Russ. Uh, he had a song and he said, um, uh, people praise you for what people praise you in public for what you practice in private. One hundred percent. You know, um, so you're, you're praising me for, you know, uh, let's say sports reference, you making the last shot. And, you know, I want to I want to go to uh, a quote from Kobe Bryant that I saw when talking about it and illustrating what we do. Yeah. You no. Know, so in the late, late Kobe Bryant uh, interviewer was like, yo, um, how do you always make the last shot look so easy? Or, 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 or why does it look like it's so easy? Or why are you so calm? How did you how do you have the ice in your veins? He's like, because it's a big shot to everybody else. I've shot that shot a thousand times. It's just another shot to me. 100%. You know what I mean? So exactly. the crowd is going crazy. Like, oh my God, he rolls to this moment. And in his mind, he's thinking like, this is like every other shot. Yeah. I've done it a thousand times. So it's just a repetition. Because you didn't see the thousand shots. You saw the one. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing. They didn't see the years of work or, 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 or the money you had to invest or processes or struggles or all the no's that you got in order to have a big mom. So, you know what I mean? Like, and, and a lot of times, like, oh my God, you know, Eddie's got 15 contracts. Yeah, but I know what it takes to get there. I know I know what it takes to get shot down from yeah. 20 people just to get one yes. And it's like, most people, they give up at that point. So, I've always said, like, although it looks good and it sounds good and all this stuff, whenever people send me messages, like, oh, bro, I'm next. Or I'm just like, look, man, what I've learned from a lot of people is that they want what we have. But they don't want to do what we do. 100%. They just want the results. You want the results. Yep. And anytime you want something more than you're willing to put in the work, you always be frustrated. You always be frustrated. You always come up short. You got to be willing to put in the work. And oftentimes people just aren't. Right? Yes, so, um, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I know that was a tangent, but a lot of times it's super frustrating when, you know, being a mentor or being a coach, because oftentimes. I can imagine, know, man. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh, all the conversations like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's super rewarding whenever I get to see people like you, people like Remy, people like, you know, Gerardo, people like Daisy, people like Robert, people like Pease, you know. Yeah. All these people who are doing it, like, really, Jonathan Giles, and, and he's shining for the mastermind, by the way. Yes, sir. Um, you know, guys going out, Logan LeFay, who just closed a 100K deal. Um, all these guys going out, crushing it, doing a great job, yeah. and taking the coaching and actually doing something with it. Like, 100%. that's inspiring. That's motivating. That makes me want to keep going. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So let me ask you this, test. What, yeah. What's your purpose? Man, you know, I, a lot of people may disagree with this, but I feel like your purpose shifts depending on what phase you are in your life. No, 100%. You know what I mean? I agree with that. It evolves. So most people, you know, they say, well, I want to I help people. Yeah, and um, to be honest, bro, like when I got into real estate, that wasn't my purpose. My purpose was simply be able to provide for me and my family. Yeah, I wanted to make money. So um, right now, my purpose is I want my name to be mentioned amongst the largest and biggest go givers yes, in the country. You know what I mean? People like Tony Robbins, you know, the, the Les Browns, the Eric Thomas. I want my name amongst those, not because of what it means for me, but what it means for other people. If I'm able to say. And I've been able to give back as much as Eric Thomas. Brother, I mean, there's a lot of people who's blessed. Yes, sir. There's a lot of people who have great things to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, bro, I'll just give you an example, right? Eric Thomas is like, like a mentor to me. I absolutely adore that dude. He got me to some of the difficult, most difficult times of my life. And he doesn't even know it. Right? He doesn't even know this. 
but I seen him in person in Orlando, and uh, and bro, I was like, he was one of the only people. I was like, dang, I can feel his energy. I don't know if you ever seen him. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know exactly. Talk about you know what I'm talking about, Eric Thomas. Yeah, have you ever seen him in real life? He's thunderous, bro. His energy, you can feel. He's one of the only people in Carlos too. But uh, Eric Thomas' energy is a whole new level, bro. I wonder what it's like being around like Elon Musk and you know and the things like because you can feel that. Yeah, you can feel that success. Either we create it or it really is a special aura around them. But bro, when he walked by, you could feel it. It was, it was, I don't know how to explain it, but he walked by, and I'm not going to lie, bro. He walked by with, like, four guys around him, and he was drinking a bottle of water. I remember, like, it was yesterday. I didn't even approach him, bro. Didn't even, oh, wow, it is, man. Out, bro. I don't want to fan out. Yeah. And he, was in a, and he was in a rush, so I would have had to fan out. I would have had to, like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, catch yeah. his attention or something. And I was like, you know what? This is just not the time. Like, I, I, like, I just believe that everything happens in God's time. Yes, and I feel like, would I rather meet him when he ain't got time to talk to me or meet him when we can sit down like this? Yes, sir. And I chose something like this. Because I know at one point will. But something that 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 really stuck out to me is he talked about on stage that day. He was like, you know, I took 50 kids to the Super Bowl last year. And all of them in the flu. And all of them was on the sideline, right? And I was like, oh, man, that's dope. Super Bowl, cool. Big game for him, right? Yeah. It really hit this year. When I was thinking about going to the Super Bowl, and I looked up how much tickets were. Nosebleeds, $6,500. For one ticket. Ooh. One ticket. So I was like, 50 kids? That's insane. Flights? Over a half a mil. Just Hotels, everything. Everything. Over a half a mil. But they weren't in the nosebleeds, bro. They were on the sidelines. So imagine that. That's you know what I mean? So being able to get back on a level like that is just... It's just a blessing, you know? Yeah. And and so I would say my purpose, bro, is, is really a lot larger than anything that I can really put in words and more than I can really put in a quick snippet. I think my purpose is um, is being able to be a really, really big giver, man. Mm. And I'm able to give enough. That means that I have a lot. Yes, sir. Does that make sense? 100%. So oftentimes when I pray, I don't pray for blessings. You can ask my every time I pray, I pray for God to send blessings through me. Because mm. if he sends blessings through me, then I have to truly be blessed. Yes, sir. But he also is entrusting me to bless other people. So if he's sending blessings through me, and I'm praying to be a blessing to other people, what type of blessing would I be receiving? Yes, sir. And I think oftentimes people in their life are not able to live a life of abundance. Because oftentimes when God tries to trust them with a the little, they, the blessing stops with them. They go out and spend the money on themselves. They spend the money on cars. They spend the money. They they don't they don't go out and be a blessing to somebody. They rather keep it with themselves. So you know, the Bible says, you know, for the Lord trusts you with a, with a lot, he has to trust you with a little, right? So if 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 I can't trust you with a little, then you know he can never trust you with a lot. And I think that most people just block their blessing by not being not being a blessing for other people. And that's what I want to do, bro. I want to be a blessing mm-hmm. to so many people. I want my freaking funeral to be a party, man. I want it to be like Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Right? right? So if you're there, make sure Drake is there. Make sure sure it's a party, bro. Let me ask you the same question, man. What do you think your purpose is? Man, to be honest with you, man, I know this is good. I remember we talked about this, but it's, (laughs) you know what I was saying, man? I think so. Is it something I got you, did I beat you up for? Yeah. And, And to be honest, you know what's crazy? It's because... I would I would watch a lot of a lot of Eric Thomas, and you know what his purpose is? Huh. Do you know what his purpose is? Mm-hmm. Is to well his sorry not his purpose his end goal. Mm-hmm. Bro, his 
his goal is to win a Nobel Prize. Mm. And you know why? Because he said it's going to take him so, like he said it's going to take him, like it's like a never-ending goal. Mm. Where, you know, I guess he's probably he's probably a personality that's motivated by by achievements or, or tasks. Probably 100%. tasks, right? Because, you know, different personalities have different motivations. Yeah. So, for example, you know, when you he, he's reaching a task that's so far ahead that like he's chasing that every day and he's going to continue that momentum he's going to continue mm -hmm. that that like that purpose and that like happiness and that like that eagerness and ambition to achieve it yeah because it's so far ahead yeah so he's a reason why i have it because i want to reach one that's like you know it's not like i don't want to reach a figure or something yeah. and then i hit it and i'm like you know what's what's what's, what's doing next? now yeah, yeah. what's next I understand that. You know what I mean? I it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I think that um, that's a big one. You know, you talk about ET and guys like that. It's like, you know, he wanted a doctorate. And he wanted to become a doctor. And be, yes, sir. You know what I mean? So, no, nah, he definitely is somebody yeah, who, yeah. yeah <laughs> don't just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't get it sued. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. And that's what he wanted to do. But like you said, that's now he's pushing it to a whole new height. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, oftentimes when we choose something like that, like I read the, uh, the book, the book, uh, you owe you, um, yeah. and it was impactful. Um, he talks about you just setting your side on stuff. He actually changed my mind on what I believe about school, like about the school system. Like, you know, like, cause, because I've been successful, I made a post the other day, but because I've been successful in real estate, you know, I would always, you know, be like, man, people don't need school. And that's the first, yeah. first thing, like, was my first and then being able to listen to more UT, it's like now nah, people do need school, and it's not, it's not everybody, like because we're not we're not the we're not the majority of people, yeah, we're the minority of people, one hundred percent, and not because of our race, but because of what we've accomplished, and that's something that 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 you gotta really understand them, and I and I, I now been able to detach my emotions from people who don't want to who, who who make excuses and things like that because it's not about them, it's the majority, and then it's the minority, okay, mm -hmm. yes, the majority of people. Are, are going to be employees or they're going to not succeed at the level at which the minority does, mm -hmm. right? So the Eric Thomases, the, the Tony Robbins, uh, we know their names because they're not ordinary. They're not yes, the majority of people, right? Yes, sir. So it's a reason. So when you, when you, you have a, a class of people that's the majority, they don't earn the same as the minority. They don't live the same life because there's habits, there's um, um, discipline, there's just so many things that comes with being a minority of, yeah. of, the, of the population. So since you're the majority, it, it's really tough to get upset with people who aren't reaching or, or being able to achieve or have the mindset or, or, or the habits. or the. It, it's like, okay, well, I know what separates me and I know what, what makes them them. Yes, sir. And it makes it easier to accept people for being them. Well, let me ask you this, though. What do you think? What do you think is the difference? Like, I know you said the habits, right? Right. But, like, what do you, like, like, what do you think is, is the difference? Because they can be, like, they can be twins raised in the same households that have way different outcomes. So, what would you think is, like, the main things that set them apart? Man, I think the main thing that sets people apart, right, the successful and the not. If I had to go to one thing, uh -huh. because I'm going to go down a rabbit hole, but... Most times, people miss, miss, mistake. All right, I, I missed my, my school point. I do want to get back to that. But most people mistake 
um, somebody being poor with them being lazy. Or somebody being poor with them not. The truth of the matter is, and I read this in a book, Psychology and Money, that's what shifted my mind. Because most times you do, when you see somebody who ain't winning, you're like, oh, well, you just didn't, you just don't wake up a lot. Or yeah. you, know, you just don't, no, dude, some of the hardest working people in this country are still some of the brokest. 100%, yep. Right? Yes, sir. Because they, they, they haven't learned how to use this. Yeah. Right? They, they only figured out how to use, use you know, their hand. So some of the hardest working people wake up earlier than everybody. You know, go to work, work longer hours than anybody. It's straight up mindset and risk tolerance, but also opportunity. You know, if a person has a family, they start young, right? They start a young family, and they immediately go to work to provide for their family. They can outwork me. They probably would lap me. But the fact that I've been able to take advantage of opportunity, meet people, leverage, take risk that they may not be willing to take, mm-hmm. that may set me apart. So I think one of the main one of the main things is like we talk about preparation and, and, and hard work. Yes, sir. One of the largest things that separates the people who are not successful and the people who are oftentimes is knowledge and opportunity. I sum it up to that. Because in action, and that, that goes in there. But let's, let's um, a lot of our parents, a lot of the people who we look up to, a lot of the people who we love and, and, and raise us, we oftentimes talk about them not knowing what's on the other side of their fear. Yes. Not, oh, they didn't know about real estate. They didn't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. No, 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 not those things. They don't know what's on the other side of risk. They don't know what's on the other side of an opportunity because oftentimes it wasn't presented to them as has we, how, how we can present it. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't appealing because they didn't feel deserving enough to actually go try it. So a lot of times we just say stuff. And I really think it's opportunity, bro. I, I disagree with you, Tez. I'm going to have to talk to you. Stephen A. Smith. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So this is, this is what I believe. I think that no matter what, I think that they'll have to do, they'll have to do four things. Okay. And it can be anybody, right? Because I think outwork, I think that that's the easiest one. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that that's the easiest one. Like you said, you know, of course, that's not the only one. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, let's just say uh, a lot of laborers will be the richest people in the world right yep. now. Right? They'll be the mm-hmm. richest people in the world. They'll be the Elon Musks. Right? But the things that they don't do is they don't do the second one, right? The second one is out-improve. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have to outwork, and then the second one, out-improve. Mm-hmm. Right? So out in, when they're improving themselves... They just say reading reading audiobooks while they're working or, or different stuff like that. They'll start having the knowledge on the steps that they have to do to create those opportunities, mm-hmm. right? And start getting prepared, right? And start putting them in the positions. And the third one, out strategize, right? So like you made a strategic move when you when you made that investment to go into the mastermind, mm-hmm. right? So that strategic move, you know, like different strategies like that, right? Because like I'll give you an example. You can you can outwork, you can work really hard. But let's just say if you don't, let's just say if you're staying cold calling, like you know, if you're like in a wholesale business, but you're you know you're not leveraging, you're not strategizing and putting the people in places and you know scaling the business, then you'll just stay you know you'll stay at a certain level cap, right? And the last one is outlast. We won't know who the the person who does these three outwork, out um, was it outwork, out improve, and out strategize. Whoever does these in 10, 20 years for the longest amount of time, that's the person we won't know who we won't know who the winner is until 5, 10, 20, 50 years from now. Right? So that's why 
that's why I disagree because if they if they you know of course I work but just to out improve I think that that's the that's the main thing that people are missing and I talk about that a lot and I see that even in our industry a lot it's like hey everybody's reading the same 19 books or the yep. same 15 books but like how you're doing you're going out and you know you you and psychology of money you're going you're you're out improving you're doing you're doing all all four of these mm-hmm. right and if we break it down to the formula like that they're just doing out work yeah, that's the only thing that they're doing. They're not putting themselves. They're not out improving, which you know, gives them the knowledge, gives them the things to put themselves to get them prepared, and then helps them put them in that in that in those situations to get that opportunity. Yeah, I like that, bro. I like it, man. I feel like there's been loads of value, <laughs> and I feel like, dude, we we've been able to um, adapt and 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 grow in so many ways mm-hmm. that. I cannot wait to see the level of conversations we're having even a year from now. Oh yeah, that's gonna be insane. You know I mean? Even just a few months. And in a few and in a few um I would say in a few week few weeks, bro, like next month, we're gonna have some next level people in this room with us. Yes, sir. It's we're gonna, gonna be great it. conversations. Yes, sir. Um and I am very excited about it. So um brother, before we wrap up, is there anything that you want to talk about or, or leave the people with? Man, I would say, well, I want to touch. I want to touch a little bit about the event. So, you know, for all of you guys, we'll have the link below, and everybody has to show out because a lot of people. One thing that we were talking about uh, before this yeah. is a lot of people in our market have never seen this type of event at all, bro. Right? If you if you haven't been out of state, you guys have not seen an event like this. Like Tez is going all out, lights. We're having you know the best of the best in in, in our industry come out and educate us on real estate where we can network with them, connect with them. I mean, this is this is going to be next, next level. I love it, bro. I love it. Yeah, the event is going to be next level. I feel like, um, I just, I can't wait, bro. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even in the right headspace to, to really, really talk about how big this thing is going to be. Yes, I think sir. most people are going to be surprised when they come in. Oh, like yeah. I got some crazy ideas. Logan's got Logan got some crazy ideas. It's it's gonna be crazy. Like this is gonna be a full on um, rock concert, bro. Is that, that's gonna be an experience. Yeah, it's gonna be an experience. I got a soundtrack. I got a whole soundtrack put together. RJ Bates had his own song made by a professional band. Like, bro, like it's about to be sick. <laughs> hey, wait till you see the video I post of Austin Gamecocks tonight. You're gonna get an idea of how dope this video is. How, how dope this event is gonna be. Let's get it, man. I love it, man. I love it, brother. Thank you so much. And uh, as always, thank y'all so much for watching. We'll see y'all on the next episode of Hope Blueprint. Peace. Peace, y'all.